Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Patton Heels for Imar Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Oh, and a very good morning to you. It's all a little bit lonely here this morning. Hills, you're in Adelaide. Yes, good morning, Paddy. Uh, have we got any sort of delay? You know, uh, we're talking live? Yes, you sounded fine. You've come straight oh, in there. No very delay? Good, mate. Yes, in Adelaide, I've got my own studio. And you <laughs> you and Mark are in there. And, and Brixie, our panel operator, is doing it from the Gold Coast. This is unbelievable. Yeah, we're spread around. We'll, we'll, that'll test the technology over the next two and a half hours. Yes, and the last two and a half hours has been a bit of a test as well. But we've got it, viewers. Yes, I'm I'm down in Adelaide, uh, Paddy, to a big self-managed super fund type uh, mm-hmm. conference. Conference. You know, okay. they've got a thousand people, advisors and fund managers um, of traditional funds and also cryptocurrencies, which I thought you'd be really interested in. I, I wish you were with me last night when these young blokes came over to get a cricket bat signed and I said, oh, what are you blokes doing here? Just young advisors. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're crypto advisors. And uh, there's a whole new language that... And whilst I was talking to them and picking their brains and impressing them on yes. how much I knew, <laughs> there was some traditional fund managers in the queue waiting. Yeah. And they and when I got to talk to them, they said that is a load of BS. You know, <laughs> there's real there's real conflict between traditional funds and these cryptocurrencies and the language they're using. You know, they, there's ETFs flying everywhere, mate, and digital wallets, and <laughs> and no one's really clear on the rules yet on how you get into it, how you make money out of it, how you cash them in, all that sort of stuff. So, the traditional funds are staying well clear, you know, and but. Some of these cryptocurrencies have been around for ten years already, so so they're not going away. Yeah, I can remember. Um, I can remember the seven thirty report doing a piece on it, which you know I was completely confused. But anything like yeah. that confuses me. But <laughs> they, you know, and then all of a sudden they're worth a fortune, and then the next day they're not worth a fortune. So yes, I've been yeah. sitting on the sidelines, and I'll take your advice when you come back. Happy to listen. Yeah, I don't think that's legal. Mate, I can't be advising anyone. Anyway. Um, but and I, then I read in the paper today the AFLW are the latest to sign on non fungible tokens, which are digital, tradable, and unable to be altered digital files, mm-hmm. which are valued and traded in relation to their scarcity. Okay. Right? So the AFLW will set up a, a digital file on the lockout game at Icon Stadium, for example, yeah. or the record crowd at the Adelaide Oval and an overview of that moment in women's sport. Okay. And they'll trade it. But I just hope that 
the players get involved here and, and their intellectual property rights, being a part of those moments, need to be well respected, you know, mm. and they need to share in any sort of uh, tradeability that uh, those moments have got. So that's the next challenge. Okay. Um, oh, I've really enjoyed reading the paper this morning, Paddy. I, I think that is how it's all a sports AFL down paper should... No, no. Um, well, I've got the Australian as well as the Advertiser down okay. here today. I, I think the whole back page of the Australian is how sports should be. There's some issues. They're still blowing up about. Uh, they've got some outsiders to the game of AFL blowing up about the 50 metre penalty. Mm. Um, and when I say outsiders, it's Jeff Kennett and it's um, uh, Kevin Sheedy. They're not that outside, but they, no. they, they're not as inside and they haven't got the clarity that the clubs seem to have and they're still blowing up. Emma McKeon saying, is sort of talking about the transgender challenges that her sport might have. Mm-hmm. And, and that sport of swimming needs to really define... What is a biological man? You know, and, and they have to get a set of rules that, that will prevent anything blowing up in the World Championships in July. It's it's on. Yep. So, you know, those sorts of issues. And then netball. Have you read about the netballers? You know. Just Kate that our Bassett's new signing's a big chance of playing for the Diamonds. Yes, as you said. You predicted that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Donnell Southam, is that her name? Wallam. Wallam, mm. yeah, yeah, South, Flynn Southam. And then, oh, there's another person I bumped into yesterday, Paddy, here in Adelaide. The swimming championships have been on down here, so I bumped into a young swimmer, 15-year-old, Charles someone, Butterflyer. Mm. And I said, this Flynn Southam, is he down here? Yeah. I said, is he as big as he looked in the paper today? And he said, yeah, yeah, he's a freak. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's all, all happening down here. But well, the netballers are talking about the netballers are talking about maternity. You know, mm. and how the support levels for uh, mums in the sport have never been better. Um, and they're talking about babysitters and income protection. And then if you really want to, because the schedules are so tight and you don't want to miss a World Cup or, a, you know, a, some sort of constellation series, you can freeze some embryos. And they're all making those sorts of decisions in their sport. So a very good read today, Paddy. All right. Well, I mean, you've basically done the show in about 10 minutes there. So yeah. we, we can say goodbye. We'll go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everyone yeah, say hello. Yeah, right? No, you just actually missed a, just a, a couple of small <laughs> things happening in rugby league yesterday. Oh, yeah. Mm. So I wonder if this announcement has ruffled more feathers. They've only just apologised that they were going to control the announcement. They come out the next day and do it. Yeah, well, I think there was a fair bit of pressure there. So this is despite the fact that Carlin Ponga said, no, he wasn't pressured. So if you haven't caught up with it, uh, yes, the whole Ponga uh, saga is finally over. He's rejected the Dolphins. He signed a five-year deal, which they're surmising will be around a million dollars a season. Uh, and he'll be that, he'll be at the Knights. He'll be in Newcastle until the end of 2027. That Andre Saturday side yesterday, the, the club heavyweights were there as well, with the exception of the CEO, who's uh, on holidays in uh, Hawaii. But uh, basically, yes, yeah, so the, the Knights are delighted that uh, the deal is done. And, and Ponga said never at any stage through this whole process, despite the fact that he was asked about it at every press conference he's done in the last three years, he hasn't felt present. For me, I, I've sort of known what I was going to do um, for a little while now. It's, it's, it's sitting here now, it's actually pretty surreal. I think you look back over the last four years, even since when I come to the Knights, I've had questions about what I'm doing. So I, I've never felt rushed to my decision. Um, I've never felt like I wasn't making a decision on my terms. I've always 
being patient and um, fortunate enough to, to be able to do that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think now that I sit here, I, I, I wasn't rushed or pressured. Um, I've, been, I've been content with my decision for a little while now, and I'm just, yeah, grateful that I, I get to make it on my terms. So, it wasn't sure, the... Surely not. He hasn't been there four years already. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. right when I heard that, that time flies. Look, this one wasn't on the magnitude of the Tamalalo or the Buddy Franklin deals when I talk about length of time, but it is five years. It is a long deal. Or the Payne Haas six. Yeah, well, uh, he hasn't signed that yet. Let, let's listen to him uh, on, on why the five years. Uh, everything that's going on in the club right now. Um, I've been here for four years and I've worked hard to get to this position. Um, the people that are on board within these walls, um, they've you know, probably made me want to stay. Um, I just see the vision of the club, where the club's moving, you know, everyone that's involved, how many people are working hard to really, we've all got the same goal at the moment and that's to win. Um, and I don't want to walk away from that. I want to, I want to be at the front end of that. I want to steer that and um, I want to do it for the next five years. That's great sentiment, eh? That that he just loves the effort that's going in down there in Newcastle. But in the last four years, they haven't gone far. So it's time to start, um, you know, executing what the vision is, I, I reckon. But that, it's a fantastic reason to stay. Yeah, well, Cameron Smith gave him a rap yesterday. He, he just thought that, you know, they're building a roster and this will be the Philip that, uh, that hopefully... Uh, you know, spurs them on because you want to see strong clubs, particularly from really big rugby league towns like Newcastle. So he actually told the team before this big press conference uh, yesterday, and uh, they were pretty delighted. I'm pretty like, honoured and humbled to announce that I'll be staying. So I just want to say thank you to you boys for you've respected me and not made me feel pressured or asked questions or you know put me under the pump or anything. So. That's been awesome, and I really, <laughs> I really like that. But that's I've, I've come to training and just gone about my work, and you have let me do that. I'm staying, boys, and I'm staying for a little while, and I'm, I'm keen to just stay here and, and win a comp. So everything I've said has been true, and I do believe that we can do it, and um, happy to be here. So. Now, get out there and train hard. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, before he went home, he was, he was naturally asked about the Dolphins. Now, this is a point of conjecture. I'll, I'll play you two little bits of audio here. Firstly, Ponga mm. on the Dolphins as an option. Yeah, definitely. To, to be honest, yeah, definitely it was. Uh, for me, <laughs> the way we've, we've always gone about things is you put all the options on the table and um, so that you know what's in, what's in front of you. I think... I think if you're going to sign for five years, you kind of know, want to know what's going on. So for me, um, I, I just put everything on the table and then made a decision. And once I made that decision, I've been happy with it. Mm. Very so, consistent and trustworthy. That, that will build confidence for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, so Dad was also sitting at his side, Andre, who's been uh, a controversial figure around him for quite a while, but he looks after all his son's affairs. So this was uh, a brief excerpt from uh, dad like yesterday simple process for us um i think the good thing we can control is when you do things with integrity and honorable in this game it goes a long way to who you are as a person as a family <laughs> well yeah no, not a, 
not if you listened to uh, NRL 360 last night. There was a yeah. a text exchange um, as as er, as late as yesterday uh, between the Dolphins and Andre saying, um, you know, we'd we'd love to know what's happening. Um, can you tell us? He said, I've still got a few things to sort out. I will call you. I promise, I'll call you. So he left the Dolphins hanging. So um, the whole integrity and honour thing uh, has uh, blown up in his face a little bit, to tell you the truth. Yeah, and it's the second time the Dolphins have been left hanging yeah. that we know of. They they were dead set sure they had Brandon Smith, weren't they? Yep. Um, but Andre Andre Ponga could have got more money at the Dolphins, but they they decided to stay there at at the Knights. Mm. Okay. Well, look, I spoke to the Dolphins yesterday. Obviously, they're disappointed. Um, their focus now will be number one, almost certainly that Milford would have come back. Uh, there's photos of Milford today on the back page of the paper in his Newcastle jersey. He was training there yesterday while the whole Ponga circus was being uh, finally wrapped up. Um, so he's down there. He's ready to go. He's, he's obviously got to do these rehabilitation courses, which will take him four weeks to complete. Then he's got to meet with the NRL, probably with Abdo. Uh, and then they've got to tick off that he is ready to go. So complete the courses to their uh, happiness. And then ready to go, probably round 11, uh, v the Bronx, uh, which will have a touch of irony about it. Um, so they say that, the Dolphins say that almost certainly Milford will be on the peninsula next year. And now it looks like their their main focus will be um, obviously Cameron Munster. Uh, they can throw, you know, a million dollars plus a season at him as their marquee men. But the, the marquee men, heels in the short term, are, are disappearing and they've virtually disappeared from the radar completely. So it's going to be tough for them now in their first well, season gotta, to have a they talisman. They've got to cough up. Yeah, they've got to cough up. Oh, got the Do they get any sort of relief? Do they get any sort of relief from salary cap because they're starting a new club? Not as far as I know. No, well, they, they, uh-huh. they start from tours. They get their, you know, just under $10 million or whatever it is. That's uh, the same as every club? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, go go um, out there and play and spend it as best you can. There's some talk that possibly, you know, that maybe an extra year uh, should have been given them, but, you know, what, what's done is done, basically, to use that what, other cliche. Uh, another it? year to get ready? Yeah, yeah, to get ready. Nah, get into it. They can play with a team that they've got into already. The, the likes of, oh, is Bromwich coming next year or the year after? No, no, no. They, 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 they're first-year signings. Those guys, yeah, for yeah, next the, year, the, all those stormtrooper fours. Yeah, they got a decent yeah. side already. Yeah, but th- th- you know, without a marquee, yeah, whoopee, let's get in. Yeah. You've got to do this many tackles, and you've got to you've got to hit up, you know, better than you ever have. Yeah, and well, and get going. Um, I think uh, Caelan Ponga was interesting on his words about his meeting with Wayne Bennett. He he loves him. He said he's the best, and I can now I know why now. I've, that's only the second meeting I've ever had with him, mm. um, but it made it crystal clear how how much effort was going into Newcastle. Yeah, and uh, that's where I wanted to stay. So Pete Bedell's mm. crunched the, the the numbers today. The Bennett so far, or the Dolphins have signed ten players for, for a thirty-six man full-time roster. Um, <laughs> obviously headlined by the Storm. See, they've so, got to just do three times the amount of tackling they've ever done. <laughs> so you've got Jesse <laughs> and Kenny. You've got Felice. You've got uh, South Sydney's Mark Nichols. You've got Eels, Ironman, Ray Stone. And you've got the, the young whiz kid halfback, Isaiah Katoa, uh, from Penrith. But the big-name targets that they've missed include Grant, Fasul Malawi, Hughes, Takiyahu, Junior Paulo, Brandon Smith. So, yeah, uh, and, and, you know, you can add Ponga to that list now. 
So it, that's it's it's big news. The signing yesterday it finally takes us all that conversation off the table, and now the Dolphins have got to get out there and I suppose try and woo Munster for as hard as they can. Uh, although Munster's manager Brayton Astor said on air last night that. Uh, they certainly haven't been asked to try and get him out of the Melbourne Storm contract earlier. Uh, love to know what you think. Brighton Homes open line is open today, 13, 13, 55. Uh, Heels, as you know, is in Adelaide, uh, but we've got him loud and clear this morning. Or you can text us, thanks to Becca White Lawyers, your building and construction law experts, 0467 736 736. That's 0467 SEN SEN. Uh, through this, Heels, we've been sailing along for the best part of 19 minutes now. We haven't even mentioned the doggies and the dramas that they've got. They're due to yeah, fly well, into town this afternoon. This is, this is how Redcliffe are going to feel next year. <laughs> we've, we've just got 17 players. Yeah, well, they've got <laughs> eight injured. They've got four COVID. There was a, a player's dinner where they fear more COVID positives could come out. They, they, that's their yeah, worst yeah. case. So they made a request for top-up players from the Titans and the Warriors, uh, which is, I suppose, obvious given both those teams based in the southeast can't go to the Bronx because they're actually playing them on Friday. But uh, they have requested top-up players just to be on standby. And they said that the league has been very accommodating so far, but there'll be more to happen on that today. They're due to fly into town later this afternoon, the Doggies. We'll just see what sort of team they can field against the Bronx tomorrow night. Um, Yeah, at this stage, we're still waiting on a few of the PCRs, but we're expecting them to, to come back positive. They've had the two rat tests this morning. So as it stands, there's four. Um, so that's probably not our biggest problem. We've got eight others unavailable with injury and three fresh ones from the weekend. So that's where the pressure's coming from. But, um, yeah, we'll get confirmation on the on the four guys. But like every good coach, Hills, he sees an opportunity out there. There's Trent Barrett, who uh, spoke to the media yesterday yeah. afternoon. A little bit shell-shocked, I've got to admit. I mean, he, was, he, he said, I've got to write a list for myself to mm-hmm. tell you who they all are. So here's the eight engine. Here's the four COVID, and because of this dinner that the players had, he said there's a chance of more more COVIDs. But, look, he had to be optimistic, and he has to give off that view for his players because they were probably watching the news last night as well. And he said, well, uh, there's opportunity there. Yeah, the players are good, and the players are funny. We, we shield them from this, and nothing too much really worries worries them, to be honest. And I guess the thing that we want to focus on for, for the guys that will come in is a huge opportunity for them, you know. And some of them were, were you know, fifth and sixth on the depth chart, and all of a sudden they're, they're going to go and play Brisbane on a Friday night, you know, in front of hopefully, you know, twenty or 30,000 people. So it's a... It's a um, a huge opportunity for, for some of our young blokes and um, it's up to our senior players to play really well and as I said we're still going up there expecting to win oh, and there's no it will not surprise me at all if those four cases become eight and yeah. remember at the start of the year I, I got howled down by you blokes and others <laughs> saying there's no way there'll be a forfeit okay well what do we do if, if those COVID cases uh, escalate and they can't not only not field uh, lower grade sides, but the the NRL side starts getting into. In yeah. It has to be rescheduled. But I just think this is all a bit of a smokescreen. You know, I, I want to make sure that we scrutinise the bus coming to Suncorp. Do not listen to this stuff, Broncos. Uh, they're, they're having a lend of us here. And 
a lot of those uh, injured and COVID players might just get off the bus <laughs> and surprise us. Yeah. Well, so come on. I don't reckon we're going to be surprised. All right, we've got to get to a break. Brighton Homes open line, as I said, 13, 13, 55. It's open and up and running. So too is the Becker Watt Lawyers text line. Uh, your building and construction law experts, 0467 736 736 0467 SEN, SEN. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.